Welcome back to another episode of Talent Talk. Whatever your listening preference, you can find our feature interviews on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and of course on unfospreys.com. Don't miss our chats with student athletes, coaches, alumni, and Ospreys and the pros. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back. We have a very special guest, a long time coming, Gabby O'Connell. Thanks for being on. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, um, of course. I'm a, well, I was, you know, you jump, I jumped the gun there. Um, give yourself a chance to, you know, show the audience what, who you are and uh, as a student athlete and as a person. Yeah, so I am a Gainesville native and going into my, I guess, sixth year here at UNF. I graduated back in May with my biology degree. And I'm currently in the exercise science and chronic disease program um, on the court. I'm an outside hitter and yeah. Well, uh, you gave both sides of the coin there, the academics and the athletics, which you know plays into uh, your recent award. You're named ASUN Volleyball Scholar Athlete of the Year. And for those listening, uh, you're the first one in program history to be named that. Uh, did you know the context of that when you got the award? And then what were your feelings uh, when you did hear that you got that award? Well, um, I, I actually cried because I think that award for me um, really meant a lot because I do take both athletics and academics seriously. And I mean, since I got freshman of the year, it's been my goal to be player of the year every year, you know, reach for the stars. And um, I didn't even think about scholar athlete honestly. And then when coach called me and we talked about it, um, it really is just a blessing to be honored with that. And I, I really couldn't do it without my teammates, without my coaches, without my professors. So, Yeah. What's the, what's the key to get that done? Because um, I remember being a student athlete myself and it was so hard to get work done in certain environments when you're playing. What, what's the key? Yeah, definitely time management for me. Um, I have multiple different planners, different calendars, and um, just planning out the day, um, being proactive in communication with my professors. Um, yeah, and this year has been really weird with COVID, and it's, it honestly might have helped with everything being online because it was more flexible. So. That's that's interesting point. Um, I'm sure some of it probably is easier, but with your degree, and in the past, have you had to have a lot of in-person work? And has that changed though this year? Yeah, definitely in person with being a science major, we have a ton of labs. So, and then with exercise science, a lot of the stuff would have been exercise testing. And unfortunately I missed out on the in-person stuff, but I think my teachers did a great job explaining that. So hopefully this coming spring, I'll be able to go into the actual lab. And I know um, for many people, this time has been weird with online classes and just the lack of social interaction with classmates and professors, but I'm really looking forward to that again. Yeah, uh, I think for an athlete, you probably do benefit from getting that dose of social interaction amongst peers. You know, you have to go to practice, you have to go to your games and, you know, so you see them there and it kind of does give a little bit of that balance, uh, which can help when you're in the library all the time alone, uh, I'm sure, you know, to have, have that, <laughs> have that balance. Um, so a little fun fact, you were the only the second ASUN volleyball player to ever be named freshman of the year, but also ASUN scholar athlete of the year at some point in your career. Um, Amanda Carroll was the only other one who you know of um, from FGCU you played against many times. Um, who, what was the first thing you did when you, you know, you found out you got that award and then, you know, who did you talk to? Who did you tell? Oh my goodness. Well, 
of course, it's funny because I was in the line to Starbucks when coach called me and she told me, we screamed, I cried. And I was like, hold on one second. I need to get my coffee. <laughs> it's funny because if you don't know me, you know, I love coffee. Um, but then of course, calling my mom and she was so happy for me, calling my boyfriend, calling all my teammates and yeah, just a little fun celebration. There's only so much you can do to really capture the celebration, you know, for a moment like that, though. So, you know, when, when you imagine those days, you're like, well, what am I going to do? And then it just kind of hits you so fast and you, you know, and there's only so much you can do to process it. You're also second team all conference um, as well. So mm -hmm. for that award, you know, we've talked a little bit in the past and off screen about the context of that award. Uh, just give a little bit of a glimpse of your journey to get to that point since you were named freshman of the year back in 16? Yeah, so I think freshman year, I really was known for my offense. And then after overcoming an injury, I really had to focus on my defensive game. And it's something that I really started to love, both front row and back row. And um, I had three kills around, three kills and then three digs per set. And so I just really take pride in being the like well-rounded outside hitter. Um, yeah, so that's all I have. No, that's, I mean, that, that's truly what has happened. Um, statistically, you know, as, as you know, you're a thousand dig, a thousand uh, kill club now joining Paige Pridgen, um, <laughs> who also got has some ups like yourself um, on the outside at UNF Hall of Famer. When I first got here uh, back in 18, um, just was learning about the team a little bit. And, you know, some people did compare you to her in terms of your athleticism mm -hmm. uh, and your, you know, ability to, to, you know, to play both sides of the net. Um, what, you know, becoming at a thousand dig, a thousand kill club member, was that something that you kind of foresaw going into college or did you just think, you know, kills per set and attack percentage are what I'm going to focus on? <laughs> No, it really is crazy. I never saw it coming. And um, I'm just really thankful. Like I was able to overcome injuries and like every year, just setting a little goal for myself and ugh, achieving it. So some of your injuries, uh, you know, they've gotten in the way of your ability to be on the court, but you get back on the court and now you've got to deal with that mental side of knowing you've been injured in the past. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's one thing to be maybe a libero, or if you look at, you know, some other sports, some, maybe some more low impact positions and mm -hmm. okay, if I've had this injury, maybe I can get by a little bit, but you, you've got to jump, you got to attack, you got to be at the net sometimes to jump um, and, and block as well. Uh, how did you handle that mentally? you know, dealing with that in the back of your mind, what was the key for you to kind of get over that? Yeah, it's definitely a process. And honestly, I just know that God's got me, like everything really does happen for a reason. And, um, and I still deal with some of those problems, but I think that's why my 2018 year coming back was, I just didn't really feel like myself because I had to overcome such a big injury, but just slowly and surely, you know, gaining my confidence back and, repetition after after repetition helps with that um but yeah just praying about it being confident that my practice and all those reps you know have the muscle memory and that I can do it so uh you know going back to what you said about the you know performing well defensively and I had never thought about it that way in terms of I got to change my game up a little bit I got to offer some other things if I have mm -hmm. these injuries um you know, how did you improve so much 
defensively. And, you know, there's been games this year where you've, you had 24 digs this year in a game. Um, that FIU crazy game last year, you had 29 kills. You also had 19 digs. Like that's, a, that's a lot, you know, that to people that don't know volleyball, it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the process for you? Like, did you have to take a step back? Like, and, you know, be humble about it and be like, okay, maybe I got to do this. You know, maybe this is what I have to add. How did you do that? Yeah. Well, I think our coaches did a really good job this year at changing our defensive system. Um, In the past, I had played middle back and I think we just realized that left back might be best for myself and for the team. And I think that helped like play into why I had so many digs and like consistently perform back row. Um, but I mean, in club, I was all the way around. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, a lot of those big numbers, those big games, you have a favorite one that you look back on this year or, you know, in 2019, eight turn, even ones in 16, your freshman, you know, season. Um, I think this year, a big highlight for me was playing well versus Clemson. I mean, they're a great team. We took them to five on our home court and, like a lot of people perform that game. Um, last year, I would say UCF. It was against one of my best friends and she balled out, I balled out. So yeah. that was really cool. Um, and then definitely playing FGCU this year. I mean, we swept them on their home court and we won at home. And so that alone was amazing. And I'm just so thankful I could like do my job on the team. So you had another big game. Speaking of the ACC teams, uh, you performed really well against Wake Forest back when you guys played them in 2019 too. So you definitely have showed out against some big teams. And I'm sure your teammates also have looked up to you uh, as well. Um, even when you were coming off of an injury in your 2018 season and technically a redshirt sophomore, um, not, not upperclassmen athletically, uh, it seemed to me that you definitely were someone the players kind of looked up to and saw as the example um is that something that you're comfortable handling and do you like that naturally Mm -hmm. I definitely love having people look up to me and I'm so thankful that others like trust me and feel like they can come to me both on and off the court but leadership is definitely an area that I've tried to improve throughout my college career and I think I'm like at the peak for that for myself right now um but yeah I definitely like to help like build a fire in someone, help build confidence and just know that like I got their back no matter what it is and that we'll get through the game or whatever obstacle that they're facing together. Mm -hmm. Because it's, you know, you've, you've had a lot of the same student athletes by your side since you got here, but you know, looking back to 2016, you know, there's a, there's some people that are long in in the past that, you know, you've, you've had to deal with some different personalities and, and different people. And, and even uh, for you with your, with the coaching staff uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at things full circle, 2016 to 2021, where we're at right <laughs> now, which is crazy to say, yeah. uh, it doesn't totally, it's not really fair completely because 2021 will still be next fall, next volleyball season indoor mm-hmm. as well. So it's not like, a, you know, 2022, what are, what's going on here, but um, Personal, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Personally, um, how do you think you've changed and um, evolved the most since you know you first got to UNF? Yeah, I think just my volleyball IQ has improved. Like, I think I know the game a lot better, and honestly, that probably came from sitting out 
all the time that I did. Mm. I think you learn a lot from watching other people play, watching back film of yourself play. Um, so just knowing like it doesn't have to be the super big kill, like it can just be a tip over or like if you're not performing, hitting, just what can you give to the team? Is it leadership? Is it my serve receive? Stuff like that. So I think just like being intelligent, it doesn't always have to be like crazy plays um, and just inspiring others, it, like be unselfish and help others. Mm -hmm. Go through kind of just mentally what it was like to sit out those, those that, you know, that year in 2017 and then a little bit of 19 like what how did you structure your days like what did you really focus on like you know because your day really does change if you're not competing because yeah. it affects everything it affects your you know maybe your mood in some ways like your you know your energy levels would be different if you did play versus it didn't you got to get you know got to get stuff out somehow but you still have therapy all those different things what was like really what you know how did you go about your day yeah, it def like you said, it definitely was a different lifestyle. And I'm so thankful for everyone who supported me during those times. I mean, I was on a scooter on crutches and people were giving me rides, picking me up and um, yeah, but going to practice, going to physical therapy, still fitting in school, going to weights, traveling if I was able to. Um, but yeah, definitely crazy. <laughs> yeah. What have you learned about yourself uh, since, you know, going through the, that adversity yeah i've definitely learned that i'm resilient and that pain is temporary and it's something that you can get through and that like you don't have to do things alone there are so many people whether it's like support staff or your own coaches teammates friends outside of school family members etc like who are there for you and really only a phone call away and it's okay to ask for help when you need it yeah, it's, you know, it's one thing for, you know, someone like me, I'll see on game day or I'll see here and there and you see somebody and you kind of have an idea of how they're handling something, but you don't always know the full picture and, you know, you see them in snapshots and whatnot. Um, is there something about you that you know is true that, you know, other people are like, you know, you don't think other people necessarily know and might be the reason that got you through those, you know, those times? I guess just my faith, honestly, like, that's the one thing you can turn to and the one thing that's going to be there at the end of the day and um, just praying about things and having the support again, like I said. Um, but again, I think everything really does happen for a reason. Like if I wouldn't have gotten injured, I wouldn't be here this next year. I wouldn't have been able to be a part of the like special team we had this last year and I wouldn't have been able to achieve like my goals. So. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Uh, when you look at it that way, you don't really, you don't always know what's good until you wait a little bit and then yeah. the things will turn around um, for you. Uh, goals right now, you know, obviously you still, you're in class and then the beach team is going <laughs> right now. And so it's kind of all over the place still for you. You're not out of the forest yet this year. Mm -hmm. um, what's what's the focus when you do get to summer um, and prepare for the fall season? You know, what do you want to add? What do you, what's the next step that you want to go as a player and as a person? Yeah, definitely. The key this summer is to get stronger. I mean, we were in, technically like in season from fall through now <laughs> and like that's more maintenance stuff, but muscle is so important for not only performance, but like staying healthy. And I think like our trainers and coaches and strength staff did a great job through all that. 
Um, and then also last summer we grinded over summer. We had so many Zoom calls doing film, reading books, all this stuff. And I think if I can do a little bit of that every day, um, that'll help a lot. Yeah, that's that's crazy that it was a year ago that we were confined to that, but now you're back you're back to a little bit more normal life. But I'm sure it'll be a, some of that this summer as well. Um, speaking about the spring season this year and some of the notable things: ten and ten, eight and four in conference, made the ACE on semifinals, FGCU wins. You know, some of the Stetson wins were really memorable. That three-two reverse sweep too. Yeah. Uh, you know, why was this team a little bit different this year? Wow, there are so many, so many cool things to say about this team. But I mean, we had most everyone returned except Taryn Griffey. Um, and then we added so many people, freshmen and Brie Wolf, the transfer. And it was just amazing to see how quickly everyone was able to adapt to our system and really latch on to like our goal and what we wanted to accomplish this year. But yeah. It truly was that you had so many options this year. Uh, that was the thing, you know two middle blockers that could also that could block and attack and Maddie and Bree, yeah. which is a big ad. And then Logan's addition, Kaylee. I mean, you guys, you know, had some firepower, Solomar are, are obviously Rocio and Juliana, yeah. you know, so. Definitely. Was it? Yeah. it was like one of the, I think one of the most well-rounded teams we've had and that takes pressure off me to yeah. pressure off other people. And it was so cool to just be like, Nope, we're setting right side today. Go yeah. ahead, Kaylee. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because every every little breather you get, you're a little bit stronger on that next one. And that's the thing about volleyball and definitely beach volleyball is that time when you lay out, your next jump might not be as big. And so, you know, th all those things add up. And especially as you're you're playing five setters and there definitely were quite a few of them this year that you guys yeah, went to five. <laughs> yeah, you, you could just kind of sm smell it in the air sometimes when you knew it was gonna, this is going to be a five setter today. Um, and there, there definitely were some of those. Um, so as far as, you know, the scholar side of things um, in grad school right now, uh, and that's definitely an important part of your life. Uh, what's what's the end goal and what's what's what, what are you striving for? Yeah. So I should graduate in May of 2022, and then I'm hoping to become a PA and impact the lives of others as best as I can. I don't really know which field I want to get into, but I'm thinking like orthopedic, sports medicine, stay around sports, but I've also always had a love for neurology. So I'm really open to anything. Um, why, why, why that, you know, why that field, why yeah. it's very difficult, you know, in terms of the studies and also the execution of the job, but you know, what's the, what was the draw there for you? Yeah. Funny story. So when I, I broke my arm in second grade and had to go to the ER and literally it was that moment when I saw the interaction of everything and just being in the ER, I was fascinated and knew like, I want to be in the medical field. I didn't really know what position I wanted to be in. Um, but I came into college wanting to be a nurse practitioner then switched that to, well, then I switched my major to biology and I realized all the prereqs I was taking was basically enough to go to med school. And I was like, all right, full send, we're gonna be a doctor. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, timeline, eight years. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some days where you look at it and you're like, oh, I don't know why I did this to myself. I mean, that's that no, that means you're doing the right thing, though. You don't want to not be challenged in life for yeah. sure. It's it's always funny when people do say that field and do deal with um, severe situations, because in our field, 
you know, obviously there are some tense moments as well, but you know, people try to lighten it up, but like, well, at least nobody's, you know, health is on the line or anything like that. Yeah. Nobody said it. So we have that fault to fall back to when things are breaking in my job, but in, in, yours, <laughs> in your field, it's a little bit more serious. So um, applause for going for that. So uh, we talked a little bit about, you know, 20 credits or so left uh, around there. Um, and then next year competing in indoor and then some fluid eligibility for for beach volleyball as well hopefully you get back on there on the sand um anything that you want to say and and add i know you got some studies to go for uh tonight anything that you want to leave with yeah i just hope i thanked enough people i really <laughs> like i could not have done this without everyone it takes a village and like i'm so happy to be a part of unf it's such a beautiful campus such a family here and I'm excited for this next year. We're bringing in great people and we're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you guys are continuing to add. I know that for sure. Uh, a little bit of the inside scoop on who's coming. So looking forward to that. And uh, always a pleasure, Gabby. Always fun to watch you on the court and uh, looking forward to another year. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Talent Talk. Find the complete archive along with feature articles on unfospreys.com by going to fans and Talent Talk podcast series under the Multimedia tab.